Welcome to Beyond Your Comfort Zone. I'm your host, Cami Banks. I'm a mother of four, a life coach, and a lover of people, triathlons, and watermelons. I'm here to help you manage your brain around health, wellness, and intimacy. I also want to help you find your greatness beyond your comfort zone. Let's do it. Hello, everybody, and welcome back. This is episode number four, Got Problems. And I'm excited to explain a little bit about what that means. But to just start out, I want to just thank everyone again for um, all the responses and being so kind. And I did have someone comment to me about what would you title your life story. They they wanted more information on what they would do to work on getting their their new title of their life story. And if that's the case for anyone else, then I would I would love to invite you to come in for a mini session, a free mini session, and um, you can just sign up on my through my website, and we can talk a little bit more about how we work on that. And there's just a few different steps that we take to get that a little more concrete, and we work on a few obstacles that have, that kind of get in the way of that. So I can explain that to you, and also. Um, you can do a mini session and if you like it and want more information that I do do packages and I only have a few spots left because I'm still in certification and coaching. So there's just a few left. So you're welcome to come in and see if that works for you. And also the good news is why I'm still in certification. My, all my packages are discounted. So anyways, so they can think about that and, um, that's something that's interesting to you. Let me know. If not, enjoy this podcast. So Another thing I have to tell you before I start is today is me and my husband's 18th anniversary. So that's kind of a fun thought. And um, the, this is, I'm actually working on my thoughts around this because today, um, me, I have a sister, just one sister and then my mom. And my, we got, I got married on my mom and dad's anniversary. Um, so 28 years after they got married, we, me and my husband got married. And then 10 years after that, my sister and her husband got married. So today's a special day and I keep letting my thoughts be present and I'm super excited. I love my husband. We've we've been through ups and downs together, but I love him more today than I ever have and I'm grateful for the challenges we've had because it's helped us both learn to love each other the like who we are and we can let each other be ourselves a lot more now than when we were first married. So I'm grateful for that. But the other thing that I'm with my thoughts right now is I'm trying to be present and be grateful for the relationship my mom and dad had. And even though she's not here, I know my dad loves her more today than he, he ever has. It's, it would be their 46th um, anniversary. And so I just am letting my thoughts, like as I talked about in my first podcast, it's 50-50. So we have happy thoughts and then we have some sad thoughts and that's the way life goes. So I keep, <laughs> on this day of my anniversary, I keep going back and forth <laughs> from happy to kind of a little bit... Um, a little more somber because it's my parents' first anniversary when they're not together. And, but I know that she's making his day great. She's smiling down from heaven and that's, that's a fun thought to think about. So anyways, but with that thought in mind and, um, we'll get to something a little lighter, (laughs) but I do want to talk about got problems and this is, there's five steps that we use and we learn this in life coach school of how to solve any problem. 
And so I'll go through them and then I'm going to go through different examples. But um, the first thing is, is there's there's a circumstance in life, which I touched on last week as well, that we have circumstances. And those things are neutral. It's weather, other people's behavior, the past. So if I say it's 98 degrees outside, that's a circumstance. If I say when it's 98 degrees, I feel really hot or it's really hot outside, that's that's my thought. But the 98 degrees is a circumstance. So you have to separate the circumstances out and, and versus your thoughts because a lot of the times we think um, our thoughts are the circumstance. So we can say, I have a boss I work for or my boss is really hard to work for. And I have a boss I work for would be the circumstance. But if you said, I have a boss that's really hard to work for, that would be in your thought line because you can't put adjectives or descriptives, descriptive words in there because it has to be something that's neutral. So as you start working on that, you just need to take a fact and that's what needs to go in the C line. So just be thinking about that because a lot of the times we put the C line with how we're, what we think it means. So, and onto the T line, we give meaning to our circumstances through our thoughts. So that's what I said. Like I gave that example that I have a boss, that's the circumstance, but the way we give meaning to it is I have a hard boss. And that would be the thought of that. So it's so the th- way we give meaning, the beliefs we have in life, those are all where the thought line goes. And the next one is feelings. And our feelings are the emotions or vibrations we experience in our bodies. And they're directly related to the thoughts we're thinking. So a lot of the times we think we just have an emotion that we're just mad or that we're just happy. But you need to stop and ask yourself, what, why, why am I happy or why am I mad? And then in asking that question, then you can start getting what the thought is because then your brain has to actually dig in there and start thinking, what was I thinking to get that feeling? And the feeling is, we'll talk about it more in later podcasts, but it is, um, the very it's the generator for everything else you're going to do so that's a really important thing to take to be, be mindful of and actually realize that it's our thought that's creating our feeling because it's not just we just get a feeling randomly so we we get to be in control of our thoughts that will cause our feelings and that the feeling is what drives everything else in this model and that's what will drive to your result so once you have a feeling they that's what's going to trigger into your action. So that's what we want to be mindful of. So the action is our behavior, is our reaction, our inaction. It's directly related to our feeling. So when we feel mad, we're, we're going to have a lot different action than when we feel happy. So if we, I know when I feel mad, I tend to be a little short with my kids. I be, um, I am not as, I don't move through things as fast. I kind of stall sometimes or I react and I want to just push it away and throw it onto someone else or I avoid it. So I go and do something completely different and I let that spin around in my mind. So, so that would be an inaction when I don't go do something. But if I react, like if I'm mad and then my kid says something and I I get mad at them, even though I'm mad about something completely else and I just react onto them, that's an action. So getting mad at them. And then um, in order to 
in order to get the action different, and we'll talk about this, but it has to come from all the way back from the thought, which is creating the feeling, which is then to the action. And the way we get our results are the effects of our actions. So if I get mad, and then I take it out on my kids, then the result I'm going to have is from being mad is that I'm going to be disconnected from my kids. And the bottom line is I'll probably be upset at myself for getting mad at my kids. So anyways, we're going to go through some examples. But the, um, the results, they come from the actions. And they are the results we want, which you, can be a feeling and, or it can come from our thoughts. And so you'll see how this all works out as I explain a few different situations to you. But remember that we're going to look for the circumstance. Then we're going to look for the thought that's right underneath the circumstance, the, the thing that's the fact, and then we're going to think like being interested in what our thought is there. And then from our thought, that's creating the feeling, and the feeling is the thing that generates into our action. And the feeling is something, it's either we have a positive or a negative feeling, but from that positive or negative feeling, that's where the action is generated. And once the action is generated, that's either an action, a move forward action, Sometimes it's an inaction of not doing something or it's it's something that we would not have chosen to do if we had a negative act, react, negative thought versus if we had a positive thought, it would be something we would probably be happy that we had. And then that re, that's what results in the result is of all those things from the action and that's we'll tell how what we got. And it all actually starts from the thought that we had not actually the, the circumstance. So let me explain that. So, okay, let me give you the story. And this is about our dog. So we got our dog, like in March, towards the end of March, we decided, well, my husband, let me just put the story the way I want it. <laughs> my husband decided we needed a dog during this COVID to kind of just help us like have some more entertainment. And my husband's actually a physician. So he is, it's been kind of stressful. He's in the ER. And so um, I'm going to put, we're going to put the C in, we're going to put the dog in the C line because we got a dog, but these are all my thoughts around the dog. So we do get the dog and the whole time I'm like, okay, my husband decided he wanted to get the dog. And now this dog is pooping all over our house. It's the first week and it's pooping all over our house. And I think it'd been a week into it. And I was walking into my bedroom and I almost stepped on the dog poop because I didn't even see it. And he was still asleep. And I woke up and I was just getting so mad at him. And he, he was like, just wake up. And I was getting so mad at him. And I was um, taking all my frustrations out on the dog about the dog on him because in my head, I'm like, he chose the dog. So it's his fault that I'm, that I'm mad and then I have to do all this work. And so then that results in me being mad. <laughs> I'm actually mad at my husband because he got the dog. And then as my actions start playing out the rest of that weekend is that I'm not really talking to him because I still think it's his fault. And then he's, he's noticing that I'm not being very nice to him. So he's not, I'm seeing that he's not being very nice to me and that, um, th things that happen, I just keep blaming him. And then I just keep getting more and more upset. I'm getting dis more and more distance from him and, and then it rolled into Easter weekend when I, I was like wanting to have a good Easter, but I, I kind of distanced myself from him, which made me distance myself from my kids. So my result ended up being that I was really, really mad at myself and 
distance myself and disconnected my kids and my family for Easter. And that's not what I'd want. So after I had that process happen and I, I realized that I kept saying, I just want to get rid of the dog. But in getting rid of the dog, that's the circumstance I thought I didn't want. But I started, so the C is still the dog. And my thoughts, I started being like, what am I thinking about this dog? And so I was thinking that it was just my husband's fault. But the thing is, is that I, I got to say, is that really helping my situation? So I was thinking that my thought is that this is just a dog and he's a baby dog and he doesn't know how to just go to the bathroom on his own and that I love my husband and I'm going to choose to love this dog because I know that my husband loves it and I, and I want to choose to support my husband. So I start taking that through my model and my feeling is a lot more love to my husband and a lot more love to the dog. And when I do that, I, sh I show up and I was connected to my husband um, I apologized for my behavior and I also was my action to the dog was I was taking him out more I was being more conscious of when I needed to take him to the bathroom and I was I was like okay I can do this and I, I my actions were a lot moved forward because I had the feeling of love and then my result was that I was connected to my husband I was happy with where we were at and I was also like I loved my dog like I realized that dogs are dogs and we can love them unconditionally. So let me just break that down for you. So the scene, the circumstance was the dog that we got. My first thought was that I was, when I was, it's called an unintentional when we're going through a problem is just subconsciously, I was mad at my husband for getting, for choosing to get the dog. So I was mad at my husband because of that. And to be honest, it was like, that's a very disempowering thought to be mad at my husband for making the choice. But I was, I was letting that control me. And I was mad about that. So then I stayed, my action was very inaction. It was pulling away from him. My, I was being confrontational with him. And my result was we were disconnected that we were not, we were not in a good place. And my, and what I wanted the result to be is I want to be connected with my husband. So as I thought about that, and I realized that was the model that I was running. So those were the five things that I was running. I was like, I need to figure out a another thing because I, I know that's not serving me and to be honest we're not going to get rid of the dog so I need to figure out what we're going to do so when I when I went back and worked through the model again my thought was that I love my husband I want to support my husband and I'm going to love this dog and then the feeling got to love because I was loving my husband loving my dog and then my actions were different because because I changed the thought and then I have this this positive feeling of love which drives me in a in a different way and it dro it drove me to like figure out how to, how to take the dog to the bathroom a little bit more to have a little more patience to to talk to my husband and not blame him and just accept him and we talked and we were connected or we were talking and not arguing and I I said I was sorry and then the result is that me and my husband are connected and that I love my dog. So that that's that's an example to show you how that works. And um, I, I'm not. Sometimes it doesn't go that quickly. But in that in, in that situation, it took me like working on that thought for a couple days to get to the next to where I actually wanted to be. And I wanted to the end of the day, I really wanted to be connected with my husband. So that's the first story. And if you can see, you can start picking that out. You can, you can kind of see, you can put your own circumstance in and work it through that way. So I'm going to give you another example. 
to kind of to, to think about these five different steps in what we call the self-coaching model. So um, I have a few of my clients are working on their weight. So that is something that we work with. And that is something that um, I would say that people could relate to. And so when you get on the scale, your circumstance is the number on the scale. So my client gets on the scale, she weighs herself, she sees the number. That's the ver- that's the circumstance is the number on the scale. So whatever that might be, say it's 135. You get on the scale, it's 135. In from there, you have probably a hundred different thoughts that you're thinking from the scale. And um I would say an unconscious thought is this is what my clients sometimes do, and then we have to work on it, but this is what what would natu- their nat- their brain naturally goes to. I'm mad at myself, I can't lose weight. If I can't lose weight, then it's up. I then I then it's even worthless. Like why I don't I can't even do this. I'm not good enough. That's it. And so once they get to that, they're just they have a lot of discouragement. So their their feeling goes to discouragement, and then the action from that discouragement is it's sometimes inaction where they don't go and do their workout or they're not physically active. And then through their they we have um what we call protocol, but what they, what they decide they want to eat for the day. And sometimes they just think, well, I can't do it anyways. And they don't eat off of the protocol. They just kind of eat whatever and they kind of are loose for the day. And they just, they kind of just snack here and snack there and eat a little of this, eat a little of that. And at the end of the day, then their result is they're frustrated at themselves. They haven't seen any change or, and it's usually a negative change. It's almost like a double negative because they aren't weighing what they want and because they've eaten so they know they're going to be even further behind and so the bottom line is is they don't they're mad at themselves and they don't like themselves so the thought that 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 started from the scale when they weighed in this morning is that I'm not good enough I can't do this and then as you go through the action and the result basically is like I I don't like myself I'm not good enough I can't do this and that's that's where it ends up in the results so it's so exciting to see this and to work with them and to take the model that we call the five steps, the circumstances, the thoughts, the feelings, actions, and result, and still keeping the same number on the scale. We would have that same number. So if when they go to weigh in, this is one of my clients, she weighed in and this number on the scale was the same from the week before. And you can instantly decide what you want to make that mean because she has been working on her food and she has been work exercising. So when she gets on and the number's the same, then all these thoughts go through her head and this is the thought she decided to take with her this day is I am doing great things, I'm bringing overall change and I'm proud of myself for the habits that I'm changing. And when she has that thought, then it's an, an encouraged thought and she's she feels encouraged about herself and she's motivated to move forward so the the feeling is encouragement and then that is driving her because she's she's her thought was that I am doing things to bring change and I'm working on my habits and then so her action is she still gets in her car she drives to the gym well not during covid but um she drives to the walking path and she eats healthy. She eats what she decided to eat the night before. So what's on her protocol, she eats that. And she continues to be um, be mindful of her thinking so that she doesn't slip back into the, the pattern. And so she's being mindful and she's um, eating the healthy food and she's 
she's doing what she her workout she's being active and at the end of the day she still stays up proud of herself she's still encouraged and she still feels like she's enough because she knows that she's doing these healthy things for her life so if you can see how that example works out the circumstance stayed the same it's the number on the scale but she changed her thinking from um being mad at herself and that she's not good enough and she can't lose weight. And she changed the thought to, I am doing great things and I'm working on changing my behaviors and my habits, my eating habits. And then it, it brought different feelings, which drove in two different directions. The feeling of encouragement drove her to get to the gym. It drove her to the walking path. It drove her to eating what she had said she was going to eat, which resulted in feeling encouraged by herself and, and feeling that she can do the hard things to continue to continue to change the habit, which then she felt great about herself at the end of the day. And then the other model where she wasn't eating healthy, she didn't decide to work out, and then she resulted in she doesn't like herself and she can't do it. It's too hard. So those, those are two examples, and we could go on for quite some time. Um but the thing is that, that that we have to realize that the circumstance is there. And like I said, that's a really important thing to, to separate the circumstances from our thoughts and instead of blur them together. So when you're first deciding if you have a if you say you have a problem, you have to decide what is actual factual here and what are my thoughts I'm thinking about it because a lot of the times we try to change the circumstance instead of the thought. Like for my example, I wanted to just get rid of the dog was one of my thoughts. And get rid of the dog is a lot harder than just changing my thoughts about the dog. So anyways, that's, that's something important for us to take a look at and say, okay, let's figure it out from there. And then once we can figure out what the thought is, then we can see the feeling that the thought is producing that's generating where the action goes. And in just a simple way, you can see if it's an action, a move forward action, or if it's an inaction, because it becomes from our actions, like our reactions or our avoidance or our move forward. And then from there, what is that action? What is the result from that action? And then it will be two different results depending on what the feeling started with. So it's just kind of a nice way to break it down, and um, we'll be doing this from now on. But people often ask me, what do you do in life coaching? And that is what I do. So people come to me with what they consider an obstacle or a problem, and then we just break it down into the circumstances. And it's just really important at first to realize what is happening unconsciously, subconsciously, to do what I did the very first time, and that's our un unintentional model, and that you need to put that down on paper and see what you're doing without, without even realizing, because so many times we just want to be like, oh, we're going to get a new thought, and go to the new, new thought. But if you can't actually see what thought is producing your feelings subconsciously that's getting a result that you don't want, you can't change it because you don't really know what you need to change. So you need to be honest and look through that and and it could take a little while to get to your new, the new intentional model with the thought that you want. So you have to practice having that thought over and over again because it's not, it's not something that your body's used to and your mind likes to do the easy route and something that it's used to thinking, it will just go back to that. So you have to be very patient and conscious of getting that new thought. So that takes time, but, but you'll start seeing that as you're looking at different 
different um, steps in the model that if you can catch it at your thoughts, you'll change it. Or even when you get to a thought you don't want and then you see the feeling and you can start saying, is that the feeling that I want? And start being mindful of that. Then you can start seeing how you can start fixing or changing the situation. But you need to, you need to get to a conscious awareness of the first unintentional model before you can switch that. And that is something that, um, that is what I do when I help coach people and we take it through different, quite a different amount of circumstances. But it's really at the end of the day, we're trying to figure out what result they want to get to. And from the result that they have that they're not happy with to how to get to a result that they do want. So yeah, that's kind of a fun thing. And I would like to offer to anyone, whoever wants to see a problem they have, we'll break it down in the model. And then you can see you can see what's happening, and then you can see the ways that we can work on to get to a different one. And when you when you're working on the thought, it needs to be something that's slightly better, and it needs to be a believable thought. So there's lots of tools, and we'll talk about more about feelings as we go on, and we'll talk about the actions, the goals that we set, and the results that bring out. But it's important to to this for this step if you've never really. Um, heard about this circumstance, the thought, the feeling, the action, the result. It's really important to be mindful of that you're setting the circumstance to, to in one line and then you're doing the thought in the next line. And that will be a big, big eye-opener and a lot of aha moments for you as you start just seeing what your thought is because then you can start really in, in, it's optional to change it when you want to. So anyways, all right. Well, I hope you guys all have a good week and I can't wait to hear from you. And if anyone wants to reach out to me, as always, you can get onto my show notes and all my social media accounts are there. You can get on my website and you, you're always, anyone's welcome to do a free mini session and you can bring any problem if that you'd want to solve there. And if you have anything you want to let me know, any questions or concerns, reach out to me there. And I want to continue or to remind you, continue to just keep trying, um, trying to take this problem. And when you do this to get to the new one, it will require you discomfort at first because your body's not used to it. So it will require you getting out of your comfort zone because your comfort zone is where the unconsciousness happens and you just do it over and over again. And to get to something better, you have to train yourself. You have to have patience. You have to come across what is like a discomfort bridge to get to this new model. But I know you can do it because once you can get to the new model that you want, the, the five things and get the result you want, it'll be worth it to have that discomfort. But you have to be willing to do that to get to a new result. So I want to just challenge you to do it and see what happens and let me know how that happens, what happens along the way. And I am always here for you. And I always love encouraging and supporting you. And if I can inspire you or motivate you anyway, that is what I love to do. So until then, I will talk to you next week. All right. Goodbye.